Welcome to Walk the Talk with Israel Ronald. This weekly podcast dismantles the myth of having it all figured out, offering a glimpse into the authentic stories behind the facade of perfection. So glad you're here with us. Welcome to Walk the Talk, the podcast that shatters that illusion of having it all together while exposing the truth behind the perfect lives we perceive. I am your host, Israel Ronald, and I am so privileged that you have decided to be with me here today. Today marks the beginning of a new podcast series on distracted service, where we explore the deeper meaning of service. Let's delve into the concept of distracted service inspired by Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42. The Bible tells us that serving others is a noble calling. In fact, Jesus made it very clear that he never came to be served, but rather to serve. We see him feed the hungry, heal the sick, and attend to the needs of others. The most interesting one is when he knelt down during supper to wash his disciples' filthy and probably sticking feet. But what happens when we become so consumed by our service that we lose sight of its true purpose? What happens if we are so busy doing this and that that we lose sight of the guest in the lounge waiting patiently to be engaged? You see, I've come to learn that Jesus is like a guest who will come into your house and patiently wait for you to engage him in conversations. In most cases, this kind of guest won't be won't do a thing if not instructed. In the book of in the book of Revelation chapter 3 verse 20, Jesus tells John that behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and welcomes me in, I'll come down with them and they with me. Other versions actually say I will commune with him and with he with me. Let's begin by unpacking the story of Martha and Mary and how it relates to our lives today. It's recorded in the book of Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42. I'll read it. In the NKJV version, it says, Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and had his word. But Martha, who actually hosted Jesus, was distracted with much serving. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore tell her to help me. And Jesus answered her and said, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is actually needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Martha, in her eagerness to serve Jesus, became distracted with much of it. In other words, she lost sight of what Jesus was more interested in, her communion as a person. You see, he loves us more than anything that we can ever choose to offer him or do for him. It's easy to relate to high situation. Many of us serve, hoping to gain love and acceptance from the Lord. But Jesus made it clear that our worth is not determined by what we do. It's rooted in his unchanging love for us. For the Bible says that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You see, friends, Jesus loves us when we are living right and even when we are squandering it like the prodigal son did. His love is very unconditional and his grace perfected in our times of weakness. You and I should never let what we do for God determine our worth. It is not our identity. If God has your heart with him, that's the most important part of all this. Serving can always come later. Relationship first. Just as Jesus valued Mary's choice to sit at his feet and listen, 
God desires our undivided attention amidst our serving roles. Whether you serve in your local church, community, workplace, hospital, it's essential to take moments to be served and minister to you yourself. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you spent intentional, undivided time with the one you're serving? By the one you're serving, I'm not referring to the people you are serving. Remember Jesus said that whatever you do to the least of these, my brethren, you do unto me. Have you truly engaged in a two-way conversation with God rather than just a monologue of your requests and demands? Remember, prayer is a dialogue, a conversation between the two individuals, not a monologue as we. We have so long made it to be. Many times, if not all the time, we come into our prayer closets and we do all the talking on top of our lungs for two, three, or four hours and call it prayer. When did you last hear from God? I know right now someone can go like, but he's the one who is quiet. Let me ask another question. Have you given him the opportunity to speak to you? Or you just come and speak for an hour or so and then conclude in Jesus' name I pray. Amen and live without taking a minute or two to just be still and listen. You may have heard this already, but prayer is not a monologue. It's a dialogue. It's a conversation. It's so crucial to avoid falling into the trap of distracted service, where our service becomes a distraction from our relationship with God. In the Amplified Version, here's what Jesus answered to Martha's concern. But the Lord replied to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered and anxious about so many things, but one thing is necessary. For Mary has chosen the good part, that is which, to her advantage, will never be taken away from her. Burnout, depression, and a loss of purpose can result from neglecting our own spiritual well-being. When we serve more than we are supposed to, the Bible refers to it as distracted service. In fact, let me emphasize this. Jesus calls it distracted service. It's no longer a service. It's a distraction. It's a distraction to both the one serving and to those he is serving. No wonder many of us finish serving on weekends and end up battling depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts. So, how can we balance our service and our relationship with God? The answer lies in refilling ourselves from the source. We are like cups and God is the source. When we spend time in his presence, we are filled to overflowing, allowing us to serve from the abundance of what we've received. We need to refill since we don't serve from the cup, but rather the source which is our personal time with God. We are like cups and when we come to the Lord, we are filled to overflowing. At this point, we are able to serve from the overflow of what we've got from the one we serve we serve more joyfully with zeal and enthusiasm. Sadly, many of us have served for so long without refilling, and we end up serving from our own emptiness, becoming bitter and rude in the process. Remember, God is more interested in you than in anything you may offer in service to him. So, you can take a day or two, think about yourself, re- re- refill yourself, and have your connection back to God. As you continue to serve, remember to take time to lay down your tools, switch off distractions, put your phone on silent mode, and get filled by the only one who can truly satisfy your soul. 
Well, friends, it's been nice hanging out with you. Join us in the next episode as we, we, we explore practical ways to strike the balance between serving others and nurturing our relationship with God. Thank you for being a part of our podcast community. We're thrilled you chose to join us. If you have any comments, feedback, or questions, please find the details in the description. And of course, don't hesitate to spread the word to a friend.